We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Oh God, here it comes. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot, 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 uh, and off we go. People are emailing like crazy what Brady may have been thinking. And uh, some say, are you trying to say uh, the chickens come home to roost? No, I think after further review, <laughs> I'm going with screw the pooch. You're going to go with screw the pooch rather than choke the chicken. That seems what a lot Final of people answer. say. Or when someone in an interview begins to speak too much and yep. eventually, quote, as Brady says, screws the pooch. I still like choked the chicken. I think choked the chicken's better too, because it was like I uh, made a few verbal errors here, and I, I'm not really sure. There's let him go. There's uh, well, if it wasn't for the blacks and the oh, I, the Mexican people said, well, "Oh boy, here we go. Maybe I should just start beating off." Would that help? He's choking his chicken. Cronkite was right. Anybody backed into a corner just starts masturbating. It's not, yeah, that's it. People are. It says, uh, "John, I am crying this morning." And it's not because I'm laughing so hard. I remember when my grandfather's dementia finally kicked in and it was noticeable. It's so frustrating to try to decipher his stories. And now I have to deal with it with Brady. Goodbye, Pop Pop. I'll always love you. We have to order him a shirt. There's Brady's new shirt. Choke him the chicken. (laughs) Order it. (laughs) Just a fist choking a chicken. How did that euphemism get going? Looks like a little chicken head if you grab its neck. No, it doesn't. Well, it does to me, and I'm going to go do it some more. And then, of course, I got this for Blake Masters supporters. Immediately. It was so fast. You know what he said was true. Black people account for most gun crimes. Statistical facts. Signed All David right. Duke. But again, back it up with your stats. Do whatever. Somebody's going to come at you. It's never wise to blame an entire race for a problem. Ever. Maybe... There are more, statistically, black people using guns than white people. It's not all black people that you have to look out for, which is what Blake meant. You know, it's the black people. Maybe poorer communities tend to be... That's the first gun restrictions right there. (laughs) Take them away. Poorer communities tend to be uh, people of color. 
That's statistical fact. Not all people of color are poor. That's also statistical fact. So inner city violence tends to be against the same person. But it doesn't mean you can say, as a politician especially, you know who's to blame for all this? The black people. Because you got to remember, the majority of people out there are dumb. And everything is a blanket statement. So they think, yes, all of them are bad. And it's not the case. you got to get away from that kind of uh, drastic language. I don't think it's, it's good to say it about anything. Again, the leading cause of racism is race. And I don't like one race. Let me go on record as saying it. I do not like one race as a whole because there's assholes in all of them. There's miserable pricks who are white. There's miserable pricks who are Mexican. There's miserable pricks who are Jews. There's miserable pricks who are black. Not all races are good or bad. I like people. I don't like races. Individuals. And I don't like all individuals. I go by the theory that uh, everyone's an asshole until you prove me different. And you should think the same of me. And by the end of it, you judge me. If I've done a good enough job of saying, hey, that guy seems all right, then we're friends. I don't care what color you are. Going in with a low bar. It isn't even a low bar. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's what you should do. It's how you should live your life. You shouldn't just go in going, this guy's going to be great. And then find out it's disappointing. And they go, and now I hate all Mexicans. It's a weird thing to think. I don't, I don't let one person represent an entire group. It's just, it's. I don't because I don't represent all white people. I wouldn't want that burden on me. My God, could you imagine if everything I did was it fell on the shoulders of all other whites? Good Christ! You'd think all we did was stuff our thumbs in our butts and whack off whenever our wives aren't home. It's not the. It's not what all. Well, maybe it is everything. We. I guess that is a white thing to do. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean you can't. It's not a low bar. It's the way that people. It. It's a way you should prove yourself to someone. I assume this person has no knowledge of me. The only thing I can do is make them like me or not. So they're looking at me skeptically like, what's this guy's angle? And you prove to him my angle is decent. And then you're off and running. <laughs> Never look at someone you don't know and go, this is someone I trust and want to get to know. Uh-uh. You don't. You go in skeptical. What's his angle? Smarter. It's a better way to live. All black people are to blame. Blake Masters, congratulations. You're the first one in the midterm elections to bounce yourself out of the race. And those are my favorite ones. I think he's going to stick. He'll stick because he's dumb, but he ain't going to win. I don't know if he was going to win or not before. He had a good name. Blake Masters is a solid name. But you can't have that. And it's too easy for jokes. Your last name is Masters and you make fun of black people, you're done. You are done. Tony writes, I'm not racist, except when I am. Statistically. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Statistically, I find reasons to be racist. I back my racism up with stats. You can't just say, this group of people does this. Now, there are stereotypes. It's true. Mexicans like knives the best. They're the ones who like them the most. Not all Mexicans carry knives, but they use, they use knives better than most people. It's pretty impressive. Puerto Ricans, uh, yeah, they like knives too, so it's a thing. Asian women can't drive. Italians usually like Italian food. I mean, yeah. there's stuff that you go by. For sure. It's, to, it's, an, it's cultural to get to know someone and go, hey, Brett probably likes uh, meatballs. It's a safe oh, yeah. assessment. It's logic. Not a castaways, but. A good meatball. It's the old, old Norm MacDonald joke, which is a fantastic old joke where he says, uh, I met one of my neighbors. It turns out he's a professor at a college, right? A professor of logic. 
he teaches logic. And uh, I said, well, what does that mean? He said, well, let me just ask you this. Do you have a doghouse? And Norm says, yeah, I do. And he goes, well, then from that, I can logically assess that you probably have a dog. And he said, and most people who have a dog have a partner. You're probably married. And Norm says, yes, I am. And he goes, and in that case, the majority of the time, I can logically figure out that you have a couple of kids. He says, yes, I do. So you're a man with a dog, a couple of kids who is heterosexual. He says, holy cow, that's, that's pretty amazing. You say, and I just got that from asking I have a doghouse. So he goes down, he's talking to a guy later in the day, and he said, so what have you been up to? He says, I talked to a guy who's a professor of logic today. He said, I never knew what that meant. And he goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, give me an example. He says, okay, do you have a doghouse? And he goes, uh, no, I don't. He goes, you're one of them gays. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. You can't have uh, assessments uh, widely thrown over entire groups of people. Leading cause of racism is race. Stop affiliating with one group. All gays aren't the same. I've been over to my gay neighbor's house when they have a, a gay party, like they have a, a get-together in the pool. Let me tell you this. Not all gays like each other. That isn't a, that isn't a united community because you get nine or ten of them together and there's one that's mad at another for looking at the sweet twink's ass. Uh, or the sweet twink is uh, way too high or drunk and starting to say terrible things. They start getting upset with each other real fast. So I know for a fact all gays don't just get into a room and love each other. Not the case. All black people don't get into a room and love each other. That's proven by the Source Awards every year. <laughs> White people, we can't stand each other on a regular basis. Stop making race the first thing. Blake Masters, you're a problem. But I love it. And I can't wait to hear his explanation. That's going to be fantastic. Also, giant fat ladies. If you're going to go around calling yourself body positive, it has to, it has to go for everybody. That beautiful Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria. Have you seen her? No. Look up Sydney Sweeney. She's very, her face is a little, uh, it's unique, I'll say that. Uh, she doesn't have traditional beauty in her face. She is stunning and her body's fantastic. There's something about it that's just like, wow, she's really easy to look at, right? She was on Euphoria. She's in a show called White Lotus. Uh, she is, uh, but the reason we all love her is because she's got giant natural cans. So these are the pictures. In fact, that's the exact outfit that she's caused an uproar with because it's low rise. It's low rise. So uh, that's a thing with women where their pants go way down below their hip line. And now body positive people are saying this is a setback for the world of women because this body of hers is unachievable for most people. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Because you know what? Some people are blessed to have great bodies and some people aren't. I don't see Lizzo too upset because they're worried. Like, now we have to go back to the early 2000s. These outfits aren't built for larger women who can't it's achieve this fashion look. fashion trend. So, I love the early 2000s. Me too. <laughs> so don't achieve that look. Keep walking around in halter tops and jeans where your muffin top or your bunt cake hangs over your pants and keep calling yourself body positive. But guess what? She's got a great body, and some people like that better. So body positivity goes to all bodies, not just fat people who get mad when skinny people look better than them. You're not that body positive if you're still upset at a skinny woman who looks better than you. You're body insecure. You're not achieving what you want. Look at her. So they're mad at her because she's got a great body. And I, I bet you Sydney Sweeney works pretty hard. It, that doesn't happen just on its own. And if it does, it won't last long. So, uh, yeah, she shows her cans in uh, Euphoria quite a bit. Oh. When's that on? So it's, 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 first off, it's almost perverted because they play high school kids. Oh. And so when they're naked, you're like, I, I like this, but I don't think I'm supposed to. <laughs> uh, and also, it's just uh, 
It's it's just kids on drugs being real slow. It bores me to tears. Some people love it, but it bores me to tears. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. It's just too many, too many high people. I've never liked being in a room full of high people anyway. But now everybody's high, and they're doing. And there's some good storylines, but it's just too hard to watch. But she looks great. She's showing her cans in it. Oh yeah. Well, she's twenty four. That's, that's oh, she's yeah. she's of age, but yeah. they still they're playing teenagers, so it gets weird. So it says, uh, yeah, it's a threat to body positivity, Brady. So that just basically means fat people, women, are the only ones who are allowed to be positive about the way they look. When a woman looks like this, they say, it's a coveted look, but it's unachievable. She should be ashamed of herself. She went to the MTV Movie and TV Awards in that outfit where she wore a low-rise skirt, and they lost their minds. They lost their ever How is that kind of missing the point? Well, as it's far completely. As the body positive? Of course it is. Says, what in the early 2000s is this? Someone posted on her picture. Uh, I'm thinking this is a throwback post. Great. Tara Reed, Paris Hilton, and Elle McPherson are back. Awesome for me. No shade to Sydney, but I'm sad we're seeing this ultra low rise waist and ultra flat tummy look again. So coveted, but unachievable for many of us with different builds. Yeah. I watched Top Gun Maverick uh, football scene. And I don't get mad at Tom Cruise for having abs. I just know he works harder than me. Yeah, put down the ho-hos, yeah. Oprah, and yeah. go to the gym. <laughs> and you don't have the same. Guess what? When I work out and I get in really good shape, I still don't have a good body. I just don't have one. I don't have that build that makes me that long, lean, muscle mass guy that has the veins pop. I don't have Jace Momoa's six foot four inch body. I don't get mad at Jace Momoa when he's like, "Look what I've got. Good for you." Because I'm, I'm not, and I'm. By the way, zero confidence in this body of mine. That's why I keep my shirt on and cover it up like a proud person would. I know what doesn't look right. Sydney Sweeney is skinny, works hard, and has every right to be body positive, the same as Lizzo does. Stop shaming her because low-rise jeans are coming back, and you can't wear them. That's your fault, and probably good for you to recognize low-rise jeans don't look good on me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't wear those. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Thank you for not wearing those because low-rise jeans don't look good on everybody. You know who else doesn't look good in low-rise jeans? Fastbacks. Girls who are oh, too yeah. skinny. They look terrible in them. It's a very specific look for a very specific person, kind of like a C-cup bra. It doesn't look good on an A-cup girl. No. It's dumb. Now, you might have something that, uh, uh, you know, since the 2000s is coming back the early... That means yeah. some of that Ed Hardy stuff is going to be well. Hot let's hope not. Let's hope it's not a full recycle, Brady, because that's just terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but a woman who wants to show off her stomach—that's fine. If you're mad at someone who's showing off their stomach because they look better than you, that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> Dress accordingly. I go to the golf course in a uh, kilt and a bra. And people are going to say, hey, you shouldn't be wearing that. I'm not going to cry out body positivity. This is the latest fashion. What am I supposed to do? Not follow it. (laughs) Sydney Sweeney can look. She can do whatever she wants. Don't you take her away from us. I got to see Lizzo dancing around in her underpants all the time and act like everything's normal with that. Occasionally, give me one of these. Yeah. Don't cover her ass up. Cover your ass up. Or let everybody be naked. But Sydney Sweeney's solid. Have you found the naked yet? No. Yeah, you got to get on it. I'm on it. 
She's good. She was in the very first episode of Euphoria. And that was when Megan came in. She said, so you're just going to watch these teen girls have sex? And, and in my head, I'm like, yes. that's kind of what I was thinking. She's not wrong. But it's uh, porn taught me, uh, you know, barely legal and stuff like that. Under, you know, It's not ever real. Yeah, those are fantastic. Uh, Sydney Sweeney Brady was the girl from that True Detective. The second one, Woody Harrelson nailed. Remember the phone oh, store girl? yeah, okay. That's her. Yeah. They're phenomenal. And her stomach's great. And if you're not into it, it's not her fault. Oof. Boy, Man. boy. How did you do that on our work computer? I just searched images. That's it? Uh, yeah. Our work computer allows that? sites. Oh. But Google Images will pull stuff up. Well, hello. well mean, don't say too much. Yeah, I was going to say, because we got a new IT guy, and he's probably going <laughs> to, I don't know if he's a prude. Marcus opened everything up for us. He's All like, right, I'm out of here. The hell with it. Yeah, open that. Yeah, if you're not into it, that's fine. If you like the Lizzo type, that's fine, too. But body positivity goes every direction. Everyone, you should be happy with what you got. And if it's you're an not, all skate. it's an all skate. If you're not, if Brady wanted to wear halter tops to work, oh sure, you'd you'd be ridiculed like crazy. As would I if I started to show up in half shirts, <laughs> unless I had yeah. something underneath it. Even if I had a six pack and just looked great underneath this, and I started to wear half shirts, it's still the douchiest thing in the world to do as a guy. But at least, you know, well, the guy works hard. He's just showing those off. There's an appropriate time and place for the half shirt. The beach, the backyard, nowhere else really. Tank tops. Very rarely a dude with hairy shoulders and fat sausage arms should be in a tank top. Ever. Sometimes they do it. Body positivity. Doesn't mean that we have to like it. If male low-rise jeans ever came out, you know what I wouldn't do? Wear them. Because I know for a fact that would look ridiculous on me. Ridiculous. So skinny girls can be body positive, too. There's no reason for them to get covered up. And, boy, that's Sydney Sweeney. That's a body on her. Mm-hmm. And everybody gets, like, people get so mad when a thin, pretty girl comes back. Like, now everyone's going to hate fat It shows people. it off. So what? I know. Lizzo is – that show that Lizzo has, the big girl show dancing show – it's it's intentionally showing off big girls, saying skinny girls aren't welcome. I don't hear skinny girls, because no skinny girl wants to look like that. I'm sorry, I hate to break it to you. No skinny girl goes, there's the goal. No girl in shape looks at Lizzo and goes, God, I wish I had her body. It just doesn't work that way. They basically say, do. you go, girl. Yeah, do you, what you do. Look, because they're confident. That's what real body positivity is. What they're saying is be confident with yourself. Quit worrying about other people. Who cares? If Lizzo, I, I tip your cap to Lizzo and the confidence she's got, because most people that look like her shouldn't be, but she is, and she's opened the door for other giant people to be confident. I guess that's good. I guess I don't have to see it every time. There's still some decorum I would like to see thrown about. I mean, I go to Vegas every once in a while. I see body positivity on display, and it ain't pretty. You go to a museum, and all the art's bad. You're gonna say this museum sucks. Low-rise jeans on big girls? Not not great. And they were mad about miniskirts a little bit ago, too. How in the world are we supposed to wear those? Uh, you're not. Don't. Yeah. The word mini doesn't apply to you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you need maxi skirts. Well, I want to look like that. You don't. I hate to break it to you. Here's a little dose of reality. You do not. It's not happening. It's not happening. So, uh, turn the page of the catalog. This one's not for you. Sorry. I should be able to wear anything. But you can't. You can't. 
That's the problem. Probably should be able to wear anything, but you can't. You know what I don't wear? Muscle tees. Look like an idiot in them. And I know it. Who am I fooling? I'm not rolling around in, in uh, you know, shirts with, that are cut off at the edge. Got your pump the on. Edge. Got my pump going. I got a little BFR uh, cuff on to swell. Not happening. Don't do it. Be smart. This guy brings up a good point. How come we never hear about or see fat male models? The women aren't begging for those. Because we don't care. Oh, no. They're not yeah, saying. Right. On the other side of things. No one is you saying. You mean like doing a whole photo like spread Like a Lizzo, like Brady. guy look if, version. If Top Gun was all women and that football scene was girls in bikinis and there were no bigs represented, there'd oh. be picket signs. The fact is yeah. the, the football scene in Top Gun Maverick is a bunch of dudes in amazing shape. Miles Teller talked about his 10-week training program to get in the kind of shape he needed to be in to film with his shirt off around all this other – they all look incredible. And I don't see one woman saying, where's the big guy? Where's the dad bod? There is one big guy in there. Right, and he's, he's the, the laugh. He's the laugh. But he's, is he playing football with his shirt off? No, he's yeah, got a shirt on. Of course he's not. Of course he does. Because guess what you're supposed to do when you don't look like Tom Cruise at age 60 with 14 ab muscles? You put a shirt on. You cover up. It's embarrassing to be you. My old trainer, Drew, was this statue come to life specimen of, of uh, it pissed me off the guy didn't have to do much of anything to just get like i'd go like, i hadn't seen him for a couple weeks and i go back and i'm like he's huge like what'd you do here all your muscles are yeah i've been working a little heavier weights just expanded and i'm like it takes me months and if i take three days off and stare at a brownie i get four i get fat like immediately and it's just he's blessed with it but he could he could take his shirt off in public i cannot and i'm and you're welcome by the way you're welcome for me not taking my shirt off Sydney Sweeney breaks her shirt off at the pool and other ladies feel uncomfortable. It's not Sydney Sweeney's fault. And I admire the confidence. You've never had the feeling of wanting to walk into a bar and take your shirt off and bow up and go, let's go, bro. (laughs) First off, I don't like challenging people to fights. I just don't. I think that's bad. I think that's just bad form. That's really choking the chicken, if you ask me, of your knife. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to choke the chicken, boys. Watch this. I'm going to wreck the whole night. Nope, I don't ever take scared my scared at my lady. Don't ever take my shirt off and just wander into a public setting. I don't wear low rise jeans, I don't wear half shirts, and I don't wear tank tops because I don't look good in them. My grandma used to say that. Wear clothes that hang nicely on you. Yeah. Dress appropriately. Dress accordingly. Uh, accentuate your body with the best look you can find. Some of you are gigantic drive in movie screens. Wear black, it makes you look thinner. Yeah, there's nothing to do about it. I have what's called a rather large forehead. A bit of a a bit of a bald patch, you'd say. Starts at my eyebrows and goes all the way to my ass. You know what I don't do? Buy hair care products. That, that would be dumb. Sure, it's fashionable to have hair, but I don't wear it cuz that would be stupid. I don't I'm not blessed with that. If you're gigantic and low-rise jeans and skirts look bad on you, don't get mad at Sydney Sweeney. Show more pictures of her. <laughs> it's getting ridiculous with this whole thing, though, because body positivity is all about liking yourself no matter what you look at. It's stupid. I don't understand it, but it's everywhere. And uh, if you want to take Sydney Sweeney's away from us and replace them with those giants, uh, it's just going to be a money loss for everybody. That's all. Now, why? We, oh, and then the other thing. Did you, I was watching the news last night. Speaking of bodies. 
Did you see the dude? It was in North Carolina. He's a nurse, and he's at that facility. And uh, one of the patients punched him so hard in the balls he died. Ugh. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's uh, where was that? Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina hospital employee died days after a patient uh, an altercation with a patient. Forty-year-old Kevin Robinson died after a female patient who was committed in the Prisma Health uh, Hospital with mental and emotional issues. Struck Robinson in the groin on May 31st. Baker and Robinson, uh, Baker said Robinson collapsed, went into cardiac arrest, and was hospitalized in the ICU. Intensive care, he got hit so hard. Blew him up in the bag, I think. Oh. Uh, he died days later after much suffering. You think? Ugh. An autopsy was performed Friday. The results are still pending. Uh, blow to the bag is the cause of death as of now. She was charged with assault and battery, could turn to a murder charge. Jail workers confirmed she's in custody, and court records show she's been granted $7,500 surety bond. Uh, she, uh, he's a mental health technician. He worked there for 11 years. They say he was loved by his team. They can't believe what happened. They extend their condolences to the loved ones and hospital family who share his loss. Uh, I've been kicked in the nuts pretty hard before. I've you. I watched on the bike once. Take one. Mm. I've I, that hurt me from a distance. Brett was on a hardtail bike, mountain biking, on uh, this mountain we cannot say the name yes. of because it's just curse word after curse word riding up this switchback. And uh, Brett hit a bump going uphill, maybe one mile an hour. Yeah. Bike dropped out from under him, bounced right back into his balls, and I was behind. Oh! And I mean, I watched this thing stuff those nuts deep inside of him. I don't really think I need to go see Dr. Lynn after that one. No, I think I'm, I I think think I'm that one safe. ended you. Yeah. And you heard some Italian spoken. That- oh, oh you heard every <laughs> look, and justifiably. I could have been with the NAACP and every, and you know, any Italian rights group, every word that offends fell out of his mouth for about four minutes. And I mean, offends everybody. Asians, <laughs> Russians, Polish people, Eskimos. Everyone got hit That's because true. his balls were in his throat. And I watched it. My hush puppies. And I just thought to myself, <laughs> he has every right to do this, whatever he's screaming. Women were abused on that mountain verbally. Oh, yeah. Just devastated. And then he had, and I think the realization was, now you have to ride this thing for another hour to get out of here. Yeah. And your nuts are pulsating it was awful to look at you're alive so whatever happened that day wasn't anywhere close to this dude having to go to the intensive care unit hospitalized for five days finally succumbing to the injuries that's blowing him up in the bag megan stuffed my balls inside me with a move when she used to she used to train in krav maga when I first met her, and it was like constant training. And, and the trainers, even Tactical Black, which is, uh, you know, origins come from that. Uh, they tell you, don't walk up behind the trainers. They have, they train all day, and they have just reactions. It's the same thing to do with a boxer or a, a martial artist or anything else. You just don't sneak up on them. They have, like, instinct kicks in, and they make a move to defend themselves, whether it's like, so it's just sneaking up on them is a bad idea. Um and Megan was drying her hair once in a Palm Springs hotel, and she had a towel around her. And she couldn't hear me. She never knows I'm there. And she uh, was drying her hair, and I snuck up, and I pulled the towel off. Ha, ha, ha. The pull her towel off. She'd be standing there naked. It's good stuff. And I pulled the towel off, and with her free hand, her hand goes down, like touches my balls for a second. And before I knew, they were two fingers took each testicle and said, you live here now, whoop, whoop, in this little hole in, in my the body. Socket. I didn't oh. know there was a cavern that your balls can go into. 
And I like when I I always say that the way I fell down on the floor was like when they pulled Saddam's statues down and uh, tumbled. <laughs> it's just that statue that just. You're just stiff as a statue, hit the ground, and while I fall, I'm puking, like I'm throwing up. It's just she pushed food out, everything. My core temperature jumped up to like 106 degrees. I'm sweating. I'm crying my eyes out. Every time I try to speak, I puke a little. I'm like, what is going on? I'm so sorry. You're not supposed to think up on me. I didn't know what you were doing. I didn't know what happened. I just it was a reaction. I'm like, I have nothing. I'm trying to tell her to go F herself, but all that comes out is she'd won. A few seconds later. My balls went bloop, bloop, went back in the bag like it's safe now. It's like when the nutcracker, when they all poked their heads out of the corner. There, she's gone. Bloop, bloop. Felt my body temperature drop down. Stopped throwing up every time I opened my mouth and realized that was one of the worst experiences a man can have. I lived. I went about my day. How bad did it get that this dude died? That's what happened to Scummy Nick Douglas. He got his balls kicked out? Yeah, dry hump in Elizabeth. <laughs> and I uh, had to go to the ER. He had his core temperature went up. He had no oh, idea what he happened. He had to go to the, the actual hospital. And the doctor goes over close. there. He thought he had a, um, you know, gallbladder or mm-hmm. appendix. Balls are in him. And the doctor reached up in there and put it out of the socket. So he didn't even know. It wasn't like know. it wasn't like getting kicked. Correct. He was just doing a little too much grinding. Yep. And sometimes they run up on the side for the, some reason, and it gets the cord. Now I've done it where you pinched. got them where they for some reason they're up under the skin up front. Like they're this was not that this was no. inside yeah, it was the inside. middle. The, there was no the touching or reached up and there was no reaching up in mine. That would have caused great danger and pain. My, my bag was empty, and I felt them go. Oh, I can't imagine like two little bingo balls. B nine, B nine, I twenty two. Here comes the power ball. You know, they fell back in, and suddenly my body's like everything was going to be okay. You just can't sit down for a month. It's That's, like nuclear meltdown. Uh, this, this Kevin Robinson guy, five days later, passed away from groin injuries. I've never heard of it. I didn't know it was real. Don't leak the word. That sounds terrible. I mean, it's bad enough you get in the car wrong one time and you like sit on, sit on a nut. Yeah, oh, man. I but I can't imagine. I plop down on my balls probably twice a day. Oh, man. It's awful. Because I don't wear drawers and I've got this weird uh, scrotum situation. So I'll... If I'm not careful or I don't do a little swing forward first when I sit down, I'm going right down onto boys. And they are unhappy with me. But it's not murder or death. I've never yeah. once been life-threatened by a ball hit. I didn't know that was a thing. And you see them all the time on TV. They're teaching horrible as people getting kicked, oh, punched. Never heard of a death from it. Kevin Robinson of South Carolina died from a groin shot. Now... That lady should go to jail for the rest of her life. My friend, you've been kicked in the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, I'm sorry. Hey, look, look, you've been kicked in the nuts. And it's funny. Died from getting kicked in the groin. She goes to jail for life. I, don't th- I think that's a life sentence. I don't think there's any jury with men on it that won't convict her for the rest of her life, mental or otherwise. She's going to jail forever. Just as an example that you never kick a man in the pills. We learned that from Austin Powers. It's just not cool to kick a man in the pills. But she went for him and blew him up in the bag. And there they were, just two. Ron Caps smashed one in a funny car. He's alive. Amazing. How bad was I don't this know. injury? That's exactly what I thought about when I'm like, this. How bad is this injury? It was the one in a million kick. How bad is it that, that he suffered in a hospital bed for four days? 
This happened on the 31st. He died on the 5th. You know how much Dilaudid they had to pump into him to He's, make the pain go away? How come Probably a doctor impossible. can't fix that in 72 hours or less? How in the world? I think after 24 hours, I'm like, cut him out, Doc. Cut him out. I, cut, yeah, just get rid of him. The damage was too great to the groin shot that killed a man. He went into cardiac arrest. It, 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 he, she nutted him so hard his heart blew up. Ladies, don't get any ideas. Because I'm not against, uh, well, I am, you know, like, look, it's never right to hit a woman. You just never do it. Unless. She's kicking they in the pills. The pills. <laughs> they attack the pills. You, it's on. I, I, you want to make me a woman by kicking my balls off? I'm going to punch you like one. That's the only time I think it's like, all right, you can die from that. I'm not, I'm not encouraging it. But now that I know it can kill me, I got to defend myself, so... I will throat you, woman. That is what they teach you in the rape prevention classes and, the, and all the stuff. Like the, everything we do up at React Defense Street Fight is nut kicks. There's a ton of nut kicks, lots of them. Tony uh, Sprague, who's been there for years, uh, great trainer, uh, owns the Glendale store. Uh, I've kicked him in the balls just in training 30 times at least. They've at calcified. Least. Oh, he's got no feelings in him. Oh, and he's got a cup on, and I still t- I'm like, God, I'm sorry. He's he's need me a couple. Of, we you know it's not balanced by any stretch, but I can like if I close my eyes and think about it, I can feel Tony's balls on the top of my foot. I, I know exactly what they feel like. But uh, I never thought that would be something I I laugh at. But I know when I hit his thigh, I know, and when I hit his balls, I know because it's like when you elbow a boob, you just know. You couple just know of ankle when, weights hanging over. Yeah, when there's a nut involved, you just know. Sometimes I'll kick him, and I'm like, "Ooh, I got one there, didn't I?" He goes, "Yeah, you got me." And I'm like, "I can, I know when a nut has touched me. It's just like an internal alarm. My skin is very sensitive to a testicle on it that isn't mine. I know exactly when a man's testicles are touching me, even through clothes. I don't like it, and through my shoes, I feel Tony's nuts. But I can. If I close my eyes, I'm like, there's the left one. There's the right one. Decent size. Good nuts. Nice job, Tony. Now get those nuts off me. Third lace up. These nuts. Yeah, you're right. I, I, it, like, no kidding. It's just off the arch. It's just off the top of my – it's like right where the foot starts to go into toes. Uh, I don't know. Countless amount of times Tony's nuts have touched that area of my foot to, to where I would recognize – like I could kick other people in the nuts. I could blindfold myself, kick three people in the nuts, and guess which one's Tony. I know I've kicked him in the nuts that many times. Like the third one was Tony. I know I know those nuts anywhere. Which goes back to my brilliant game show idea: Is this your dad? And three ball sacks fall out of a wall, and for a million dollars, touch, feel, smell, taste—you have to guess which one your dad is. <laughs> <laughs> You're blindfolded, and you have to go over and juggle the nuts, and then, then all right, and then you have to maybe smell them. And then for like $5 million, if you guess properly, which nutsack was your dad's? And the original idea is, was, is that mom, which is five vaginas up against a glass wall. And you look at them and they take a shot. For $5 million. If you get all five categories correct, you get $5 million. Otherwise, you walk away with parting gifts and the burned-in image of what your mom's vagina looks like. Final answer? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm you were sorry. It's your Aunt Joan. Four for five. I know Aunt Jones. I know Aunt Jones. I know family. Yeah, it's a great game. 
It would go, it would go over huge in Japan. Well, t- well, Toledo's in Tokyo. He should pitch the idea. <laughs> he's going to be there a while, so he's got time. You want to tell your father to put his testicles through her? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we guess who your daddy is? Yeah. Who's your daddy, it's called. Brilliant. He's on the Tuesday night at 7. It's a great idea. But uh, be careful. Nut play is right out. That'll get you kicked. But I didn't know it could kill you. So raise a glass today, tonight, tomorrow for Kevin Robinson of South Carolina because he passed away from a nut shot. Respect the bag. Yeah. Go home and give your guys a little attention tonight. A little, you know, instead of just throwing them all over the room, taking them for granted. You know, maybe go in there. Just cuddle a little bit. Shave them up a little, you know. Trim their hair. You're doing a good job. Massage them. You guys have been great to me. I'll be 50 in July, and I got no complaints about you two. You never let me down, boys. And I put you through it, but you've never let me down. I mean, I can't tell you how many times you've told me no, and I'm like, we're doing this. It's going to be a strain, but you produce every time. I've never, I've never dry fired. So that's on them. Good stuff. But I didn't know Death by Nuts was a thing. Uh, what do you got over there, Bert, on the music board? All right. Uh, wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. You heard me and John got, got new bikes from the boys uh, over there. Beautiful. Got the new pivots. But, you know, if, if you're not into the, uh, into the big mountain biking thing, you just want to cruise the canals or get the kids some bikes, they got, they got all price ranges for you guys. And, uh, you know, again, you got the kids, you need to get them a bike, they can do it for you. It's not all just high-end stuff that we yeah. ride so anything and yeah. jay ackerman asked me and they'll fix anything too jay said uh, you don't have to ride one of those uh crazy expensive no. bikes like you do to he said because he was asking about going biking i'm like yeah. no no no. he said if you're going to do the mountains i would i will tell you this if you're going to start mountain biking spend a little money yeah because there's nothing worse than having an old bike that the gears don't switch it's right. heavy and all that it's just not going to be fun and brady's talked about it yeah. at the time he you bought that <laughs> dumb dump bike yeah and it was it's an impossible it task it out there to try to ride that too heavy a bike the gears don't shift properly and fast the, the expensive better bikes do better on the mountain i had a real heavy cruddy first bike i rode yeah. on and then when i jumped up to another level it was it's it became fun rather than yeah. miserable uh and then just beach cruising and stuff they got all sorts oh, of those great. things yeah. so go they, bar hopping yeah. you know yeah, whatever you want exactly and then you don't have to spend a fortune no. to have a nice bike get some exercise but you know and they got all the experts there they'll they'll tell you what you need and what you don't need so actionrideshop.com is where you can find it uh, on the list, obviously, what do you got? I was going to say, Scott Haynes says, body positive people uh, all have to type their complaints because usually they're busy choking on a chicken. He tied <laughs> it all together, see? Fact. It's a fact. They always choke on the chicken, as Brady points out. Well, on the list, of course, the first one that came through yeah, was uh, White Zombie All Phantasma with Chicken Blasterama. Uh, Ozzy, I don't want to stop for Brady digging that hole deeper. Uh, Slipknot. Asking Alexandria Jane's Addiction, Suicidal oh. Terror. Uh, but there's a new Parkway Drive song that came out. Is it good? It came out like 24 hours ago. So it's not bad. It's called Glitch. Yeah. Parkway Drive is uh, fun. Oh, I like this band. They, were, they stole the last yeah, Uf- the the Ufans before. before last, yeah. Yeah. I agree. The right before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. They were great. All right. Let's do the new Parkway Drive. It's called Glitch. Yes. Is it Cursey? There's, I think there's only one Cursey. Right. You got it all mapped out? Yeah, I found it. All right. Good. All right. Let's do it. It's Glitch. Uh, from Parkway Drive. It's brand new stuff. I like it, Brett. Nice job. It's your wake-up song. It's 98KUPD. Go! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. 
Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.